Yo, I'm your host, Mark Stennis, and you're listening to another episode of 12 on Top, your favorite podcast. Even if you don't want to admit it, it's Thursday, May 27th, and y'all, we got a lot to cover on today. Now, we'll uh, touch on national and local updates dealing with COVID-19. We'll talk about some moves that are being made. Uh, on the return of a few professional sports leagues as well. Uh, we'll talk about the George Floyd death. And we have a clip from an interview with our first guest that we have today. I won't talk about the first guest right now. Leave that a little bit of a secret for y'all uh, to think about who it could be. Um, but I promise it's going to be an awesome show. So tune in. You know, wipe the wipe the nastiness out your ears, and uh, and ride with me. So you know how we start the you know, the show usually. How we did in episode one, we started off with a bang. Yeah. Welcome again, y'all. Twelve on top, episode two. Um, blessed and honored to be able to do a second episode. Like I said, this is something that is still in the works. So I'm going, you know, as I go, you know, um, had a few thoughts about not doing as many episodes. Not really sure how many episodes I'll have in this first season of the show. Uh, but that that all depends not just on me, but on you guys. Any subjects, any ideas you guys have, any opinions on things you want me to talk about, you can always email me, markstennis7 at gmail.com. That is markstennis, the number seven, at gmail.com. I'll read it. I'll think about it. And, you know, we'll see, you know, if we have, um, if I have someone in whom you guys might want to see, uh, might want to hear, I'm sorry, on the show then, you know, we'll try to have them on. We'll talk about certain things, you know, whatever's going on in the world. If you guys want to talk about it, email me about it and, you know, we'll figure that out. We'll, uh, we'll move on with that. So since we got a lot on our plate, let's uh, dive right in. According to NBC News, the number of deaths from the coronavirus in the United States topped 100,000 on Wednesday. NBC calls it a bleak moment that's arrived after months of public health measures, which have appended the lives of millions of Americans and battered the country's economy. That's the reason why they're giving you all these checks, or well, us, because I got mine already, but it's the reason why they're giving us these checks. A lot has uh, been going on, and I'm still looking for the, the second stimulus check. So I read a few things about it. I say be on the lookout for it. Anything's possible. It could come at any time. Um, Congress is still in talks about it, so we're still uh we're still we're still awaiting that. So we'll see we'll see where we where we get, you know, with that. While the numbers of fatalities increase, officials in states across the US have begun kickstarting their economies in ways that are vastly different. On Sunday, Uh, President Donald Trump tweeted that cases, numbers, and deaths were falling across 
the country. That's what he said, y'all. But actually, according to the documents provided by White House officials, the number of infections in metropolitan areas from Tennessee and Kentucky to Texas and Iowa were surging by 72% or more. Somebody lying. Um, the number of new infections in places like Charlotte, North Carolina grew by 200%. And in Central City, Kentucky, it grew by 650%. Now, those are usually smaller areas that probably opened up before larger metropolitan areas. But um, still, nonetheless, that's that's a lot of cases. And, you know, my... My opinion about all of that is this. There will be, you know, definitely I, I wish and pray that there will be no more deaths. But I think there will be, you know, casualties with opening, you know, the countries back up, opening the, the, the states back up. Um, but it's so much that we don't know about this, you know, about this. And I think um, opening up you know, one phase at a time, one step at a time is a good idea. Uh, trying to protect people the best they can. But according to all these reports about how it could be airborne, and then they were saying at first that it's, if you, you know, on surfaces and this and that, and then now they're saying it's, it can't be, you know, contracted by surfaces. And so it's just a lot of stuff, you know, it's, a lot of people don't know. A lot of people are taking precautions. I try to take all precautions as I, you know, as I can. I stay inside most of the time. I only pop out here and there to do certain things, uh, check on my folks, uh, bother my brothers and sisters. Um, I saw my nieces this past Memorial Day, went out there to say hi to them. And, uh, you know, so things like that. Otherwise, I'm, you know, I'm usually inside, so I'm definitely... Staying, you know, staying in, keeping my hands washed, uh, you know. I live alone, so, you know, social distancing is, is it's normal. All right, let's move on. Y'all know what this music means, right? Uh-oh. She's back. According to the Chicago Tribune, Mayor Lori Lightfoot on Tuesday has released new rules for us. She got some rules for us, y'all. She back. Now, these rules are for restaurants, child care activities, and some industries as far as, uh, you know, phase three of Chicago's reopening plan. Lightfoot has said that she expects Chicago to take that step in early June, but, ha- but has not announced a date. And honestly, I just got a text, uh, a notification, not a text, saying June the 3rd. So it looks like June the 3rd is when a lot of these things will be opening back up for Chicago. Uh, So, you know, I try to get these updates so I know where we stand in the city of Chicago. Now, her her guidelines come two days after the governor, uh, J.B. Pritzker, released his statement guidelines and said, the state is on track to advance to phase three on Friday. That was the original plan. Lightfoot, you know, went over that. And I guess, you know, she said, we're not ready yet. So June 3rd is the date. 
where we begin phase three. Now, for you guys are wondering, like, how does that relationship, how does that work out? Lightfoot has the authority to uh, set stricter rules for the city of Chicago uh, than Pritzker's uh, statewide framework. But she can't enact looser ones. Uh, she's quoted as saying, our transition to phase three for our reopening framework represents a major step for Chicago in our journey to a safe and successful recovery from the unprecedented COVID-19 crisis. These new industry guidelines are developed in close partnership with industry leaders in order to provide as clear of a direction as possible on how to keep both employees and customers safe. But our work is far from over. She's not lying. I, I, I understand where she's coming from. And, you know, I'm thankful that, like I said, this is going in a slow, steady, you know, motion. We're moving forward, but just because we move forward slow doesn't mean, you know, anything. I'm just happy that we're able to move forward and it's going to be in the month of June because, you know, let me tell you something. My birthday's in a couple of weeks, late June, and my desire, if you listen to the first episode was to be able to do certain things on my birthday. You know, obviously we'll still have the uh, the guidelines, the things you can't do. I'm not, you know, we're not going to be out here wilding or whatever. But, you know, in phase three, it says that you can be in rooms uh, in places with uh, no more than 10 people. So, I mean, who's trying to have a party? What's going on? So we'll see. We'll see. I, I'll DJ and, you know, nine other people, if you're trying to show up, Email me. Now I'm just I'm just joking around, but seriously, I think uh, I think what what Lightfoot is 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 talking about is is big stuff and it's real and it's serious. Uh, I'm just glad we're moving forward more than anything uh, that's happening. Now, um, not included are guidelines for reopening sporting events, bars, religious religious services, outdoor performances summer programs, youth activities, the lakefront, and museums. Those standards will be available later in phase three. Among the guidelines at uh, child care facilities, parents and employees will be expected to wear face coverings at all times. Children will only be expected to do so outside their classrooms. Restaurants are called on to limit seating to no more than six people per table. I can go out to eat for my birthday too. All right. So one of y'all want to bless a brother with a meal, I'll let me. Um, limit gatherings to no more than 10 people, which I just said, and space tables six feet apart or take them out of commission if they can't be removed. So things are going to be different, you know, when we, uh, when we go to restaurants. It's going to be a little strange, a little weird. I'm not tripping. I could do takeout. As long as I'm able to kick it with my friends and my family, I'm not tripping on that. Let's move on to sports because we got some changes in a few of these leagues that are going on. And depending on what you're a fan of, this, you know, this, this could be good news for you. According to Yahoo.com, uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman announced that the NHL and the NHLPA have come to an agreement to the summer's return to play format and draft proposal if you are an NHL fan. 
24 teams will officially resume the season, uh, leaving seven on hiatus until next season. The top four teams in each conference will automatically advance to the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, while 16 teams will compete in a best-of-five qualifying round for that bracket. Now, coinciding with the qualifying round, the top four teams in each conference will play in a round-robin tournament uh, type of seeding, and both the qualifying round and the round-robin tournament between the top four seeds will exist outside of the framework for the regular season, which has now been deemed complete. But once these seeds are finalized, the NHL will proceed with its typical 16-team format, which normally happens uh, for playoffs, with the only differences being that conference receding remains as an option at this point, and the first and second rounds may be contested through a best-of-five format playoffs season series. Um, so... As far as the lottery, because most of these, you know, you still have the NBA lottery. We still have the NHL lottery. It will be on June 26th. And the seven teams that aren't eligible to return to the season that we talked about will have the opportunity to win the rights to the number one pick, as well as the second and third picks. Now, lastly, as far as testing, because everybody's wondering, how's that going to happen with testing? It will work in the three phases in correspondence toward returning to play. All right? So, I guess phase two would be everybody returning back to uh, to the rink and uh, conducting small workouts. Uh, players will be tested twice a week as we move to phase two with the NHL. Uh, the testing cadence will increase during training camp, which begins in phase three. So phase two is small workouts. Phase three is training camps in which uh, players will be tested every single day. And when the league games uh, resume at Hub Cities, players will receive daily tests. Uh, so, I mean, if you're an NHL fan, that's some good news for you. If you're not, oh, well, I'm not an NHL fan like that. I mean, I only hopped on the Blackhawks bandwagon when they were winning. Other than that, a brother don't, I don't really fool with hockey like that. I can't skate. Uh, here's something that I am interested about and I am somewhat happy about. The NBA. So unlike the NHL, we don't have a plan quite yet. Uh, a lot of things are being thrown out. But there is movement in the NBA and you know, kind of getting themselves prepared and getting themselves ready to start back up again. Now, for the news on the NBA, it's pretty special. It's kind of it's kind of cool that w- what they're thinking about doing. Um, it's been reported that the season will resume at Walt Disney World Resort Complex. Yes, I said it right. Walt Disney World. Wow. Um, I don't know what to say. I just want it to start back. So I don't care where it is. I don't remember the last time I've been to Walt Disney World. Like I said, I really don't care. They can start back anywhere. But Walt Disney World is the move. So with 16 or more likely, maybe 20 teams, 
they'll be returning to Orlando in late July or early August, which allows more time for the league to get medical and testing protocols as well as equipment in place. This is all according to The Athletic. Now, conversations have centered on the timing of family arrivals at Walt Disney World Resort, which is set to open up in July. Um, But when the initial wave of teams are eliminated, and uh, that's when they can kind of open up. So the NBA is going to be there first. Uh, Families are encouraged to come as well, the families of the NBA teams. And once uh, the playoffs start, it looks like, and teams get eliminated, it looks like that's when, you know, we're going to start to see regular families be able to come to Walt Disney World uh, Resort. Um, As far as the family members, which I I just stated, they are going to be subjected to the same safety and testing protocols as everyone else living in the NBA's biosphere sources say those same sources from the athletic so i mean it's like i said hey the nba didn't come back it's not coming back in june around my birthday like i wanted to still be able to see it in july i'm still grateful and thankful for that let's move on to some serious news i'm sure everyone has seen the video circulating online from the death of george floyd honestly i don't have a lot of time to talk about it because you know we still got the Uh, I want to play the clip from the interview uh, today, but it's very serious news, and I want to kind of bring it to you guys' attention just in case you've been living under a rock and you haven't seen or heard about what's going on. I'm thinking about dedicating an episode to police brutality and racism past and present in our country, period. Maybe that'll come down the line in certain, maybe that'll be next episode, maybe that'll be the episode after that, but... I'm definitely thinking we should do that. Uh, There's a lot that needs to be said. To give you guys an overview, George Floyd was a 46-year-old man who died Monday after being handcuffed and pinned to the ground by Minneapolis police officers. Now, one video taken by a bystander showed Floyd repeatedly stating, I can't breathe. You would think that would be enough for the cop to get up. It wasn't. As an officer held him to the ground with a knee on his neck, Floyd passed away. He passed away right there. Reports are saying he passed away uh, on the way to the hospital. Definitely don't believe that personally. But, you know, whatever. Other videos from cameras across the street showed two other police officers holding his body down. But they weren't. That's not seen in the video that is seen. The main video that is seen. You only see one police officer trying to corral a crowd which he's a clown too, and the other police officer who had his uh, all his weight on Floyd's neck, which is a clown, a bigger clown as well. Um, now, according to The Hill, Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry called the Hennepin County Attorney General's office to charge the dismissed police officer, which is should have been done. As when the, the situation happened, Those guys should have all been charged. But in our country, that's not how it seems to go, which totally disagree with that. And I feel like that is something that needs to be changed. Guys can't be allowed to do crimes like this, kill people, 
even with badges, and then um, get to walk away, get to get paid, and move on to the next day. No, those guys should be charged right then and there. Let me hurry up because, you know, I, I got a lot to say about it, but I'm definitely trying to, like, you know, put it all together and move on. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, though. We, we, we will revisit this. Uh, so Jacob Fry, the mayor, he is quoted as saying, why is the man who killed George Floyd not in jail? If you had done it or I had done it, we would be behind bars right now. We are not talking about a split-second decision that was made incorrectly, Frey added. There's somewhere around 300 seconds in those five minutes, every one of which the officer could have turned back and removed his knee from George Floyd's neck. My opinion, those guys are cowards. They're punks, they're lames. And honestly, to be honest, I hope they're charged and I hope they never see the day of light again. That's my opinion. Once again, as a black man growing up in America who's faced racism of all kinds, especially living in the suburbs um, of Illinois, in the western suburbs, it's like that. So, I mean, that's my opinion on it, and we will revisit this and talk about it soon. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, we have our first... I, I've, you know, been able to speak to our first guest. There was an interview that I conducted with our first guest, and she's family. You know, she's, a, she's an actress. She's a singer. She's a part business owner. Who do you think she is? Take a, take a second and think about it. And then I'm going to play this interview for you guys. Hope you guys enjoy it. And hope you guys love it. First interview. Let's get it. Hey, it's Mark Stennis from 12 on Top. And this is our first interview of the, uh, of the podcast period. And before we finished off, I was, I was kind of giving you guys a few clues on who it could be. Uh if you know me it's pretty it's pretty uh self-assuming who it who it is. And uh I have her to the left of me. We are not six feet <laughs> apart. But, we're not. but we're family. So go ahead and state your name please. Kristen Stennis. Kristen Creek Stennis. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for and, having me. Um, Thank you for coming on by. Um, I said you brought your lunch as well. Thank you for bringing that too. I might have me some of that. Oh, tuna now. I'm good. I had that twice last week. I know. And it was mine. So you technically. That was was mine. That whole big thing That whole thing was mine. Uh, well, our mother cooked. She 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 made tuna. And it's delicious. And I had had it twice. I haven't had tuna in God knows when. But. I had something that was very delicious. Thank you for sharing with me. I didn't know it was yours. It was. No good. wonder why you, I, I said, you said you could have some. Yeah, I did. I said, That's oh, what I okay. said to you. I, I, I was literally like, was like, you could have some. I said, oh, okay. You're like, oh, I don't and know if I should make me a turkey sandwich or two. Right. And I was like, you could have some too. And then mom came in there and she was like, is this, I think she made a comment as, as far as her making the tuna. Yeah, because it was for me. And I literally bought the tuna. But hey. By the, by the way, 
Um, this is on record, so you can oh, you can Lord. play play it back if you want to. <laughs> oh, uh, haven't had any of your cooking in a while. You know what? <laughs> I would be honest. Uh-oh. <laughs> For the record, I have not cooked as much as I cook in New York. Okay. I've, I've been slacking. Slacking. And the only thing you've been slacking. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. I've been doing better with my eating. My eating okay. has been very clean okay. the last month now. Okay. But oh, man. When I yeah, first you, got here, yeah, you were wild. I was wild. Now uh, let's let's <clears throat> let's let's go. You know, back to the top. Uh, Kristen is an actress. She's a singer. She's a model, and um, you know, because she's family, we'll often go in this interview. We'll go back to speaking on our daily lives because I've known her all my life, obviously. Um, but you know, I definitely want to touch on you and how you got to start what you you know who you've worked with you know you're not the type of person to name drop at yeah, all but it's important because yeah. you know there'll be people who don't know us who will listen to this True. and hopefully we'll get to know you through this True. um how'd you get your start um i got my start in church like most african-americans yeah uh as far as like singing and and theater and things like that like we were all part of like the plays that that we had at church and um i used to sing around the house all the time so your parents put me in vocal lessons and then my first break was lyric opera which you did as which well which i did as well yeah um that was my first break and then i did more community theater and i did theater in high school i went to north central college and I studied, man, it was so long ago. I sit up here thinking about it. You got to remember what your major was, my gosh. <laughs> That's what I Time passes. It was theater and acting with a minor in music. Okay. Like music theory. Right. Uh, and then I, let me rewind a little bit. So I, at, at the age of 18, I booked a national tour called Showboat. Uh, so I took a year off of school. I did my freshman year and what would have been my sophomore year, I took off. Right. I did that. I came back to Chicago. I did my sophomore, junior, and half of my senior year. And I got the call to do Lion King uh, literally my second semester of my senior year. So I left to do that. And then after Lion King, I moved to New York and I booked commercials and um, lots of print ads. And I've also had the um, opportunity to nanny as a side gig. Right. Um, and I've nannied for some amazing families. Uh, shout out to Fiona. There you go, Feline. <laughs> got, got to shout out Fee Fiona Wilder. <laughs> um, but I've been in New York City Thirteen wow, years. It's been that long. Thirteen years in August. Nice. It doesn't even seem that long. No, it don't. Um, and God is good. I've been very, very blessed and fortunate to do what I enjoy doing. Um, my desire is to break into TV and film, so I've been taking classes, and I have amazing, amazing agents who are assisting me in doing that. And of course, COVID happened, so. I'm here in Chicago chilling for the time right. being, but 
yeah, I'm grateful. Who, um, like I said, a few a few names. Who have you worked with, or been around, um, whether in singing, uh, or acting? Like who have you done? Obviously, I I throw the name did a commercial with Taylor Swift. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Uh, who else did, that you can remember? Um, whether it's they don't have to be popular now. Gotcha. They've been popular at some point. Um, I remember doing an opera with Samuel Ramsey. Yeah. Well, I know the name. Yeah. Because we did opera. And like an opera world that I don't know if he's still popular now. Right. But he was like huge, huge then. Yeah. And I remember actually getting to meet him. One of the things that I thought when I met him was I was like. Wow, he is on so much makeup. Those guys do. Man, yeah. I was like, yeah, they do. he had yeah. on so, so much, makeup. much makeup. I was like, he got a yeah. face full of makeup. Yeah. Where it didn't look like his headshot that was in the yeah. program. So I was like, what in the world? Um, but I remember meeting him and being like, wow. Big time. I remember meeting Mike Tyson. Okay. Years ago in New York. Okay. And he was so nice. <laughs> he was, was he did. I was looking at him like, uh oh. Okay. Ice might, but right. he was so nice and encouraging. Okay. Like I was on my way to an audition, and he was like, I don't even know how we wound up talking. I really don't. He talked to me, and I was like, oh, you know, like I I don't get starstruck often because right. we're all people. But I was like, oh, like he's. A pretty big deal. So I was like, oh, nice to meet you, whatever, whatever. And I was like, you know, I'm heading to an audition. And he was like, I hope you book that. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I remember laughing when I said it. He was like, why are you laughing? You can do it. Huh. I was like, that's so like, He's such a positive guy. Yeah, he does. He really he does. does. And he was like, you know, you do whatever you put your mind to. You just got to work hard and be consistent. And I was like, thanks. Now, I didn't book it. Okay. That's um, okay, though, because he was encouraging um, He me. was. That's all that matters. But yeah, so those two. Through, through the... Through being uh, living in New York and uh, being connected to some some good people who are in the industry, yeah. who have you come across? Because you said Mike Tyson, somebody you came across. Uh, I could throw another name out since you act like you don't. I really don't. You seen Puff Daddy? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. I did meet him, and he was funny. <laughs> funny. A clown. He's, yeah, he's clowning. And, you know, we love clowning. So yeah. I remember laughing at him cracking jokes and okay. dancing to be silly. Um, Rajon Rondo. Rajon Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Rajon Rondo. We hung okay. out with some friends and that was fun. Um, because, you know, with celebrities, right. um, whether it's, you know, in the entertainment industry or athletes, we only get to see the persona we don't actually get to see them exactly. so it was funny when i did meet rajon and puff daddy diddy um to see who they were right when there were no cameras there were there was no like they weren't doing what they're known for right but both of them were were chill Super individuals cool. yeah especially rajon like real chill real laid back um yeah okay so uh let's transition what um, you, you stated what you've been doing, taking classes to hone your skills for anyone out there that's trying to do, uh, trying to, you know, break through into that. Definitely something you're still perfecting your craft. What advice would you give someone who is um, looking to just get their foot in the door? 
as far as entertainment, whether it's modeling, acting, or singing? I would say study the craft, as in like what you need in order to break through. Right. So you can't go on an appointment <clears throat> until, excuse me, until you have professional pictures. So I would say start there. Um, start with some professional pictures and research agencies and agencies that are real agencies that don't charge you to be a part of it. Like that's a big scam. Yeah. Like agencies get their pay when you book stuff as opposed to you wanting to be a part of it and then you pay basically like pay to play. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. Yeah. That's a lot of scammers out there. A lot of scammers. In any so. in any field. So definitely Craigslist yeah. ain't the only one yeah. scamming people, folks. People want Listen. I guess people want to prey on people's dreams. Yeah. And vulnerabilities. Yeah. And ignorance. Yeah. Ignorance as in you don't know better. Or you don't know. So I would say start with some professional pictures. Um, and nowadays everybody has access to social media. It's true. Um, my most recent update to my modeling portfolio, I found those photographers on Instagram. Okay. By literally um, looking at other people's work and then seeing what photographers they work with and what uh, makeup artists they work with and I clicked on a makeup artist because I really liked her work and she led me to a photographer that was on Instagram like an actual vetted photographer a real photographer and I looked at his work and I loved it immediately and I hit him up and he was actually super duper nice his name is James Bartolazzi in New York so if anybody's in New York or New Jersey Connecticut area that looks that is looking for um, professional pictures I highly recommend him he's amazing Jessica Osborne, she did my headshot. She's amazing. Um, but yeah, I would say look for photographers, look for agencies, and even open calls that you can find in um, on Backstage, on Playbill. Um, Actors Access is a really big um, website. So I would say start there. Create pages on entertainment websites that <clears throat> offers auditions and things like that. Okay, okay. Next question, a little bit off topic. How did you get the name Creek? Well, that's an interesting question. Okay. Mark is Creek. So, Mark gave... No. (laughs) Mark is the Creek. No, no, that's not it. That ain't it. And it's spelled C-R-E-E-K. And all my friends know that. All my friends know that I call Mark Creek. Because oh it's from God. it's a, it's derivative okay. of Jiminy Cricket. So who made who called Jiminy who called who Jiminy Cricket? I think I called you. No, that's a lie. <laughs> I think I did. That's a lie. I believe I did. I called you Jiminy Cricket. I, you made Creek. Just in case re- you guys are wondering, what, I can't recall if this. you if you have a in any interaction with us. And that, and we call each other that. That's uh, that's our Mark's name. No, that's, <laughs> that's Kristen's nickname. <laughs> All right, now we have we're gonna have the real fast uh, a few more questions, but you have okay. to answer them as fast as you possibly can. Jeez, so it's like a, it's kind of like a like a lightning round. All right, so oh, okay, yeah, okay. <clears throat> so here's how we here's how we gonna start this off. Uh, the first question is the last. Artist you listen to? Uh, Emily King. Alright. Name one singer that you would highly recommend for others to listen to. Um, you can, it, it can even be somebody you know. 
Um, Aaron Marcel. There of we course. go. There we go. Your favorite pizza place. Ooh, <laughs> you did. <laughs> <laughs> you were. <laughs> I hope I hope I hope right. people are listening to this. I um I would say Oh, you take it to right, right, right. I would say um Joe's in New York. Okay. I guess that's, that's a safe it is that's a safe pick. Uh favorite sport? Basketball. Uh favorite sport to play. Basketball. Best Uno player in the family. Ooh, you're <laughs> lie. Me. Yeah, that's definitely a lie because I won the last. I won the last. I, was I won the last family Uno tournament in Thanksgiving. Is that the last one? Ramona's. Yes, that's the last time we played. And you were the one that won. I won that one, and you were hating. I uh, can't recall. Uno is a family. It's like it a family is. tradition around around our place. And what is the first thing you're gonna do once the quarantine is over? Go to the mall. Yeah. What, <laughs> what store? Last chance. <laughs> and Marshalls. Oh my gosh! All right. My time is up. This was an interview. Uh, I want to thank my guest, Kristen Stennis, my sus- sister. I love you, and I'm excited uh, you know, about everything God's going to do in your life. Thank you. Uh, continue to move forward and push forward. Um, once again, if you guys have any um, subjects or anything you want to talk to me about, email me at markstennis87. I'm sorry, markstennis7 at gmail.com. That's markstennis7 at gmail.com. Once again, I am your host, Mark Stennis. This is 12 on Top. I will see you later. Peace.